Hi guys, welcome to Haven on Earth. It's been a minute since we had an episode. And if this is your first time listening, I'm so glad you chose to listen to this. And I hope you can continue to listen to other episodes. And please check out the episodes that have been released earlier. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. It's got to have you back. Now let's get right into it. In the last episode, we covered the topic of edification and the power of declaration. And there were a lot of Bible scriptures that we covered. And we discovered a couple of things like how the Bible defines the tongue as a small part of the body that carries a huge power, like the ruder of a ship that steers the whole ship in the direction of the person at the helm. The tongue steers your body, steers your actions, steers your mind, steers your thoughts, your words in the direction of what you say. So it's important that the words that come out of our mouth are words that edify, words that build, not words that destroy, not just for ourselves, but for others around us. We carry so much power. Our tongue is like a small match that can set an entire forest ablaze. But we choose what we do with that tongue. We choose what we do with that power. So it was an amazing episode, guys. If you haven't listened to it, please listen to it. And preparing for this episode, I was listening to He Kept Me by Cot Carr. And that song is something that resonates with a lot of us. A lot of us have been at points where we almost gave up, points where we had enough and we really couldn't take life anymore. And maybe you're at that point right now. This episode is for you. I want you to know that there's somebody that cares about you. There's somebody that died for you. There's somebody that lives for you because Apostle Paul says in Galatians 2.20 that I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. But the life which I now live in Christ, I live by faith in Christ Jesus who died for me and gave himself for me, the life which I now live in the flesh rather. So even as we live, the life that we live is the life of Christ Jesus. And we're alive because God chose to die for us. He chose to keep us. He found us worthy enough to love. Um, I've been recently considering the lyrics of Somebody's Son by T.Y. Savage, which is a, a um, what's the word, a crowd favorite right now. And it just made me think because... Um, the lyrics says that somebody's son will find me and I'm waiting, which is amazing. And trust me, she wasn't talking about Jesus or anything spiritual there. She was literally talking about um, maybe a life partner. But then it just makes me think of Christ and how we didn't even have to wait for him to find us. The Bible says that while we're yet sinners, God loved us and died for us. So he found us, he loved us completely enough to die for us. And we don't have to wait for him anymore because he's in our lives, he's in our hearts, he lives within us, hallelujah. So yeah, somebody's son has found me already and I'm not waiting because he lives inside of me. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a rush, right? 
So let's get right into what we have to discuss today. Our topic for today is stressed out and the process of decluttering. Now, something we can all relate to is being stressed out. Like I mentioned, there are points in our life where we feel like we've had enough, where depression weighs us down, where like it feels like we've had the most busy week in the world. And sometimes it's not like you're depressed. It's just like you've come to the end of it. You're out of juice. You're out of strength. And in those moments, the hardest thing to do is to pray or to spend time in worship we literally just want to crash and burn and start all over again <laughs> so um in those moments how do we find god how do we find god in the lowest of the low how do we find god in the moments where it feels like the weight of the world is on our shoulder where we've had a busy week where we're exhausted to the point of crashing and we really don't know what to do how do we find god in those moments now the internet has many suggestions on how you can relieve stress and anxiety suggestions like exercise but trust me i don't know about other people but in the moments where you're extremely stressed out and anxious sometimes exercise is not something that comes so easily but i found that if you just do it like nike <laughs> you find out that it actually relieves you a lot another thing that the internet suggests is supplements some people say lighting a candle and watching it burn out helps to relieve stress for some people is listening to music some people it's journaling writing down what exactly it is is stressing you out for some people is laughing chewing gum spending time with family and friends and all of these are cool and trust me some of it work but it doesn't really speak to finding god in the midst of stress in the midst of a burnout so um how do we find God in the midst of a burnout? Philippians 4 from verse 1 says, Therefore, my brothers, you whom I love and long for, mind you, this is Apostle Paul speaking, and he's not just speaking to the Philippians, he's also speaking to us, the readers today. He says, You, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord, therefore, dear friends. He says that you're my joy, you're my crown, you're the ones I love, you're the ones I long for. And this thought alone should make you stand firm. Remember, we're speaking about edification and how our words have the power to impact not just us, but other people around us. And we see edification in the speaking of Apostle Paul in verse 1. He edifies his brethren, telling them that the fact that you know that I love you, the fact that you know that I care about you as your mentor, as your leader, as your shepherd, should be able to help you stand firm in the Lord. He says, I plead with Udia and I plead with Sinche to agree with each other in the Lord. And yes, I ask you, loyal yoke fellow, 
Now, I find it interesting that he used the word yoke fellow here because the Bible says that do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. Attaching yourself to somebody that is not at the same spiritual capacity as you are. The thing is that one person ends up being burnt out and usually it's you because the Bible says that... um, Sorry, um, there's this saying that um, if you can't beat them, join them. After a while, you just find out that it's hard for you to bear the burden alone. You can't keep being the one going to church all the time. And it just really isn't the best idea, basically. So, um, Apostle Paul says that, yes, and I ask you, loyal yoke fellows, because when you're yoked to a believer, and I'm not just speaking in terms of marriage, in terms of friendship, in terms of fellowship, in terms of communion, you have a community of like-minded people, people who are just like you, bearing the burden along with you. And then he mentions this and he says, help the women who have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. And then the part where we're actually going to, from verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. And verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything but in everything in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Now, this is a passage of scripture that we have come across a number of times. Um, the Bible, I, I think I've even mentioned it a number of times in the course of this um, podcast as it is. The admonition of Apostle Paul and we don't just see it with Apostle Paul. First Peter 5, 7. Humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time, cast your anxiety to him because he cares for you. One thing that is common in the Bible, especially in the, Old, in the New Testament, is leaving our worries at the feet of Jesus, leaving our stress and anxiety at the feet of Jesus. So one thing that is important to note is even the apostles, even the old church that we um, honor so much and envy so much these days, that had so much love amongst them, that they would sell their things and bring to the church that everyone may benefit. Even in this church, even in these times, they had stress factors. People were getting beheaded and crucified here and there. People were dying for the sake of the gospel. So maybe their problems didn't revolve around um, how much money they were earning or Lagos traffic. But even in those days, they had their stress factors. They had things that were stressing them out. But it was okay to acknowledge that they had God. And that's one thing we need to acknowledge in these times. How do we cope with a burnout? In the place of your burnout, 
The Bible says in 1 Peter 5 verse 6, Humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand. The first thing to note is you can't do it by yourself. You can't find God in a burnout on your own. If you think, sorry guys, if you think finding God in the middle of a burnout is just as easy as doing exercises, supplements, lighting a candle. If you think it's something you can do on your own, then it becomes very hard. But the minute you acknowledge that God, I'm burnt out, I'm stressed out, and I need you more than ever before, that's the first step to hearing God. Humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you in due time. The place of a born out is the place of the lowest of the low. And that's why I like that the Bible says that he may lift you. Because what happens is that God lifts you from the place of a born out to a place where you can find rest. And there is rest in God. And sometimes... What we need to do in the place of a burnout is not rush into activities and force ourselves to get involved in church activities or go out. Sometimes we really need to just be still and hear God. There's a song I like. When the oceans rise and turn us rock I will show it you above the stars Cause Father you are king over the flood And I will be still and know you are God And that is literally what the Bible says Be still and know that he is God The song I just finish singing is still by Hillsong and I would recommend that you listen to it. It's an amazing song. I will continue this episode. I don't want it to get longer than it should be. So we continue next week. But one thing you can do to cope with a burnout, like I mentioned, is humble yourself. Acknowledge to God that you're in a low place. You're tired you're stressed out and you're burnt out and you need his help. Another thing to do is be still and know that he is God. Don't be in a rush to go into activities. Don't be in a rush to start doing things for God. Just be still. Find your still place. Um, a friend wants to find quietness or silence as when everything outside is quiet and calm and stillness where when everything on the inside is quiet and calm you need to still your thoughts still your mind in that moment you need to let go of everything your thoughts your feelings in that moment forget everything that you should be doing and just focus on the mercies, on the goodness of God. And I find that what helps the most in that moment is worshiping. If you don't have the strength to worship on your own, you can literally just play an audio, play sounds and worship along. 
And as the worship comes, you find strength and the stillness. You find strength and God begins to speak to you. And the next thing in that moment is to give yourself to God in worship and prayer. And we find that we find, <laughs> I said we find that we find, and we find that we have our strength back. So I will continue this episode next (laughs) i will continue this topic next episode stay tuned don't go anywhere keep listening god loves you god bless you